Welcome to Truly Fit. Welcome to the Truly Fit Podcast, where we interview experts in fitness and health to expand our wisdom and wealth. I am your host, Steve Washuda, co-founder of Truly Fit and author of Fitness Business 101. On today's episode, it is just me. On Thursdays, it is me waxing poetic on a particular subject surrounding the health and fitness and wellness community, typically something that's going to help us in either business or help us with our clients if you're in the fitness and health and wellness and nutrition community. Today, it's talking about raising rates and cancellations. It's a question that comes up all the time from people. Should I raise rates? How do I raise rates? Uh, I'm nervous about raising rates. I don't know what to do about cancellations. My client cancels all the time. My client cancels once a week. Should I treat clients differently? Some clients maybe have a valid reasons to cancel. How do you go about that process? Well, of course, this is very nuanced, both of these conversations. There's not one answer to all of these. But I do think this is not just in the personal training and fitness and health and nutrition industry. This is probably all, all industries span a lot of this, where your industries span a lot of this, where you're working one-on-one in this sort of uh, service provider one-on-one relationship type of industry. And I want to start with raising rates and then I'll go to cancellations. Now, raising rates is something that a lot of trainers don't have to handle right away because not a lot of trainers start off on their own. They're working for people. So if you're working, let's say, for a box gym of some sort, they have a rate in which they charge. Let's go ahead and say it's $60 an hour. And then you get a certain percentage of that. Let's say you get 60% of that $60. You get 40% back to the gym. So as far as raising rates are concerned, whether your rate goes up or down, that is all that matters to you. That raising of the rate, you have no control over. That's that's up to the gym, how much they're going to charge uh, that particular client. And if they do decide to raise it, that client understands that it's not you, the personal trainer, who has control over that. And if they have a problem, they're going to go to management to discuss that. So you can, that's how you, as a young personal trainer, are going to circumvent that problem. But there comes a point where you're going to be training clients on your own. Maybe that's at your house. Maybe you start your own gym. And when that happens, there's going to come a point where you feel like, okay, I've been charging this client $50 an hour for five years. When is it time to up that rate? And I think there's a few things to look at here. Number one, I do think it's important to look at your area and say, what are the rates commiserate with a personal training session in this time duration, say 60 minute personal training session in my area? Because you have to start from somewhere. We're looking at sort of these these free market uh, numbers and characteristics. That's a great place to start. You look local even if you're training virtually and say, okay, this is what people are training locally. Then you, uh, charging rather. Then you have to say, okay, what am I giving that maybe somebody else isn't? What do I believe that my time is worth? And you can really nail that down. You can look at your your schedule throughout the day and say, okay, this is the, this is the dollar amount that I want to make for the week. This is what I believe I'm worth. So this is what I'm going to charge. Now, there's an inevitability here. You're going to lose some clients. Um, maybe it's just one. Maybe you have 30 clients and you lose one on, on when you start to upcharge. Sort of the 80-20 rule in this more often than not. But you will refill, you will backfill those clients with people who only know your new rate. So if you've been charging $50 an hour and you have 20 clients and two of them leave you, well, the next people who come on in, now that you're charging $60, don't know that you used to charge $50. You're taking them in at $60. That's their starting rate. And if you do a good enough job, you're going to, you're going to be getting new clients through word of mouth and through your marketing and through everything else anyway. So I wouldn't be concerned if if your only concern is that you may lose a few clients, I wouldn't be concerned. Also, if you've built a good relationship with your clients at that point, you've been training them for a long period of time, 
they should also believe are worth the extra 10, 15, 20%, whatever that is. I know that's sort of high a lot of times. You know, we're talking 5 to 10% is more normal rather than 10 to 20%. But your client should believe that you are not doing them a disservice and trying to pull, you know, pull one over on them, so to speak, and that you yourself, in order to continue to train and do the right thing for your client and make sure that you have money for your family, you are raising rates commiserate with what industry standard is for what you're providing in any particular area. And I think if you have a good relationship with your clients, it should not really be an argument in the first place. Again, there's always special occasions. There's going to be people who combat it, who are just very frugal people, and they don't want to spend a dollar more than they have to. And maybe they're going to say, I'll look elsewhere. But guess what? That's fine. You say, hey, listen, Sandy, I loved working with you. Unfortunately, you know th th this is what it is. I've raised my rates now. All of my other clients said yes, or 80% of my other clients said yes, and I, I have to stick by it. You know, this is for me and my family, and I've, you know, I, I, I am not just giving you an hour of my time. I'm also selling my knowledge and my expertise and all of the hours and knowledge and expertise that I've accumulated over the certain amount of years that I've put together. That's what you're getting, right? I'm selling my time to you is what you believe in a some sort of package but really what i'm selling is my knowledge and expertise the transfer of my knowledge and expertise to get you to your goals is that not worth it to you isn't your goal ultimately to be healthy long term don't you believe our relationship is good and that we've been meeting your goals and we've been getting there you know shouldn't you be cutting from somewhere else not from your long term health and wellness there's other areas you could potentially cut in if you believe that you're now above your budget in this area and that is a tough conversation to have. I've had to have it with a few clients before, but it's very rare because typically if and when I raise rates, they say, oh, if and when I raise rates, they say, okay, you're worth it, Steve. You do a lot for me. I'm willing to pay whatever it is because you've gotten me to my goals because I enjoy what we have together and the dynamic. And I know because I trust you that you wouldn't be charging me something outlandish that you didn't believe that you were worth and that was somewhat industry standard. So as far as raising rates are concerned, number one, of course, it has to be something that you believe you deserve or else you're going to have a real hard time trying to convince your client that you they should be paying this they're going to read it on your face if you don't actually believe you deserve it number two in my opinion it should be somewhat commiserate with both the duration uh, and the uh the charging going on in and around your area for that particular thing now maybe it's corrective exercise so you think you should be charging more rather than just a general personal training session and maybe you analyze each client differently meaning if it's a 16 year old and all you're doing is body weight exercises virtually you can charge them 40 dollars an hour because you believe that's easier for you to do and if it's a, and they have all of these major issues going on and you have to go there and you have to buy special equipment and you travel to their house then you factor in all these other things you go you know what i'm sorry i'm charging you a hundred dollars an hour i have to bring equipment to you uh, this is this is more intricate. I need to do my due diligence on the front end of these to make sure that I'm coming up with the right exercises to make sure I'm not injuring you. There's a lot more work to be done here than when I work with a 16-year-old who just wants to do bodyweight exercises because he's going to the Marines. So that is that also plays into it with the raising of rates. Now, I want to move on to cancellations here. People talk about, you know, my clients are canceling, my clients are canceling. Now, again, if the gym has rules, you can just follow by their rules. And what I would say is you should lean on them. You should throw the gym under the bus and say, hey, listen, sorry, the gym has a 24-hour cancellation policy. I have to charge you. That's just what it is. And if the gym allows you to do that, then you go ahead and do that because that's your time is money and it matters. 
But I will say, like almost every other subject, this is nuanced. And it matters about who you're, how much do you enjoy working with them? Are they canceling because let's say they have four kids and yes, kids get sick. Kids are sick. You know, kids under the age of one are sick 20 weeks of the year on average. I know that's amazing. That's a real statistic. My wife is a pediatrician and I have a kid under the age of one. So, you know, maybe you have a young mom whose kid is sick all the time. It has ear, it has ear infections and it's it's in daycare. So it's coming home with the hand, foot and mouth and all these different things. You're like, and the mom has to cancel last second and you feel bad for her. You enjoy working out with her. So you, so you, you don't charge her. And maybe there's somebody else who is just, you can tell being lazy and they don't really want to work out and they call you at five o'clock, although you told them, hey, listen, I know you're not going to want to work out at five o'clock, so let's work out at 6 a.m. And they go, no, I'll come at five, I'll come at five. And five is a big time prime slot for you. And then they cancel. Well, then that's somebody you should probably charge. So you, you have to look at all the little intricacies. Is it a prime time slot? Could you go do something else in that hour for yourself? Go run a quick errand somewhere. Could you work out yourself so it's not a big deal? Do you want to continue working with this client? If not, maybe you want to charge them so that they just eventually say, you know what? I'm not coming anymore because I'm paying for this. Not to say that's that's a great way to go about it, but it is a way to go about it. And then also you could start thinking if, if you own your own business and you run your own business that you just do some sort of monthly thing, some package thing where whether they meet that or not, you're holding them responsible by, by having them put down a, a, a monthly goal. Uh, monthly price set. So for example, you might say, hey, $400 a month, you're allowed up to X number of sessions. If you meet all of those sessions, great. Maybe maybe you even win out. Meaning if you come to all of the sessions I'm allowing you to, and you don't skip any, you're actually paying you know, $25 less altogether than you would have if you paid for individual sessions. But if you end up missing two of these sessions, now you're overpaying. If you end up missing three of your sessions, now you're really overpaying. And that's up to you to meet these sessions, to meet these demands. I'm giving you sort of an, an accountability thing going on here with a single payment to say you could take advantage of it, much like a, of it, much like a, let's say an F45 does or an Orange Theory, where you're paying for a monthly thing and come as many times as you want or a, or a certain number in a, in a package. That is a way to do it. Is it a little bit more complicated? Yes, it's more complicated, but. You have to sort of think outside the box if it is somebody that you want to continue working with and they're having trouble meeting these. But ultimately, it is part of your job to keep your client accountable. And sometimes you have to get on your clients. I have people who I know their schedule is just so wacky and that's why they're canceling because they own two different businesses and they have a family and their schedule's all over the place. So I have to say, hey, listen, we are 7 a.m. only. Don't ever, we're never going to work out at 10 a.m. or 12 or noon because by that time in the day, too much is on your plate. There's too many things that have gone wrong. If you're a business owner, you know that you're always putting out fires. We have to work out before you step into the business. Before you open up an email in the morning, we have to work out. So if you want to work out with me, it has to be 7 a.m. I draw a hard line there. And then they do it because they want to work out with me. So there are different ways to handle the cancellations. What I would say is I personally don't have an always policy. Now, I've worked with great trainers, trainers who I really admired, who charge no matter what. They said, this is my time. I'm a professional. I don't care if you're a client I've been working with for 30 years or this is the first session we have. If you cancel within 24 hours, I am charging you. And I think that's another way to go about it. I'm not saying that's a bad way because if you have a hard uh, policy here, right, and you're steadfast in your belief that you're going to charge for that, then it becomes easy because you don't even have to think about it. And they know it and you know it and you put your foot down and say, I'm sorry, under any circumstances, I have to charge you. Now, maybe you could say afterwards, maybe I won't charge you for the next session. Maybe we can work something out, but I have to charge you right now for that session that you missed. It's coming off of your package or you have to pay, whatever it is, however you go about the, the payment process. 
And that's what a, a trainers that I know have done in the past and trainers who I really respect and it worked for them. So it, it ultimately, it's up to you. Do you want to have those kind of conversations with your clients? Do you believe you have the clout? Have you been in the industry long enough to do those sorts of things? And what I would say is, can your client move into a different slot where they don't even really miss out? So for example, maybe you work 30 hours a week and that client who was supposed to come Thursday at four said, hey, I can't come Thursday at four, but do you have anything tomorrow morning? And you do, you have a Friday 7 a.m. open and they go, great, I would love to do that instead. And you get to go home early that day because that was your last session. So instead of going home at five, now you get to go home at four and then, you know, your morning session, and then you just start earlier the next morning because you have a 7 a.m. open. They want to work out at 7 a.m. So, you know, if you could adjust within the week, should you charge? Again, that's up to you. Me personally, no, I never did. I never charged if I could adjust within the week or almost never. I said, you were only going to work out once this week. We're just switching the time. It's not a big deal. I will do something else with this time. And all actions have consequences. So uh, those consequences... So, uh, those consequences could be bad or good. What I mean by that is it could be good wherein they go, oh, this person's flexible. I really want to stay with them. I owe them a lot because they're flexible. Or it could be quite the opposite where they go, this person's flexible and I'm going to take advantage of them. And your clients start taking advantage of you. And if that if that happens, well, then you're screwed. Then you need to have these tough conversations with your clients and say, hey, I, you know, we can't, we can't do this anymore. You have to have one particular time and I'm going to charge you within a 24 hour policy because I've been giving you too much string here, too much leeway in this process. So um, with all this being said, both raising rates and cancellations have nuances. So I'll quickly go over the raising rates again. The raising rates, to me, there is no there is no manual on how to do this. If you talk to people who own uh, hair salons, they'll tell you the same thing. There is no manual. When do you raise rates? How do you explain it to your clients? Well, sometimes you explain it to your clients because if you own a business, you have to say, listen, I, I have business expenses. Things are going on. I know people are blaming, you know, obviously the economy now, inflation and things of that nature, inflation and things of that nature. But you might say, hey, listen, I have business expenses. They've gone up over the years. I've been charging you whatever, $50 for the last five years. Now we're, we're, we have to go up a little bit. And if you look around in the area, the, the average price is $55. And I believe I'm better than the average trainer. So I'm charging $57.50 because I believe I'm better than the average trainer and that I'm giving you $57.50 worth of personal training. If you want to go shop around somewhere else in the area, go for it. But I know you. I know your body. I know how to get you to your goals. I've proven that. And I believe that this is the price that I'm worth. And this is what I'm setting for all of my clients, not just for you. And I believe most people will, will be okay with that long term, especially if you're not raising rates over and over and over. And then as far as cancellations are concerned, again, very nuanced. It's about you, who you are, how your schedule works, how you're going to feel with these clients. Do you feel like they're going to take advantage of you? Each individual client themselves, you might want to have a different policy for it because some people you're close with and you want to work with long term and some people maybe you don't want to work with. So so you're okay with so you're okay with charging them a cancellation policy and maybe your cancellation policy I keep talking about is 24 hours. Maybe for you, it, it's not about 24 hours. Maybe for you, it's about three hours. As long as I have three hours heads up, I can plan to do something else, paperwork. I can go spend time with my child because I live right down the street from my gym or whatever it is. Maybe you have a different way in which you're going about it and it has to be particular to your business. But I would say, make it clear in the consultation. That's the important part. When you have a consultation with a client, none of this stuff should be a surprise. You should say, hey, listen, this is my cancellation policy. I'm just letting you know. If we can fit it in that week, I won't charge you. Or, you know, if you tell me four hours in advance, I, I won't charge you. But if it's, you know, if it's less than that, I have to charge you. Whatever it is, make it clear with your clients so they know up front and that they can't complain. Thanks for joining us on the Truly Fit Podcast. 
please subscribe, rate, and review on your listening platform. And feel free to email us. We'd love to hear from you. Social at trulyfit.app. Thanks again.